0: Hello, 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 hello there. Hi guys, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Unraveling with Risa. I remain your host, Uche Chiarisa, and I'm back and I'm better and I'm happy and I'm great and I'm excited to be here. I know we didn't release an episode last week and that was because we're having technical difficulties it was frustrating me I was like oh my goodness I was so excited I was so pumped I was so happy and filled, you know to just come on here and speak and then all of a sudden I could not record I was like okay what is going on and obviously like not recording means not being able to publish and everything was just really frustrating. And I was like, okay, so getting to like the day where we were supposed to post and everything was still not working out, I was just like, okay, we're gonna put out a statement. We can't do this. We, we we cannot do this right now, you know? I felt really bad about it. I can't even lie, like I was really, really offended. I was just like, oh my goodness, not not right now. I don't need this right now. But we're back, we're better, and I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. So how have you guys been? Have you guys been? Have you guys been okay? Have you guys been chilling? Have you guys been? You know what have you guys been up to? I mean it's summer, and obviously meant to be having fun. It's it's like different things going on, pretty much like a lot of things happening, and yeah, so. What have you guys been up to? You guys need to like, let me know. I mean, I'm asking. And then sometimes you guys can be rude not to like respond. But I think it'd be really nice if you guys can like DM me or email me to tell me how you're doing. And I don't know, send like a mail or something. Tell me how your week is going, how your month has been, how summer has been. If you want to talk about how the year has been, ooh, child, I'm here to read, you know, just sending your stuff. I would be glad to read. But um, how has my week been? Or the, I mean it's been two weeks now I haven't been here. I mean, I ain't going to lie to y'all. It's been stressful. It's been quite frustrating to an extent. It's been a couple challenges that I've been dealing with, but God got me. Jesus has me. So I'm going to relax. You know, I'm going to not focus on that because I know that I've done my part and I've done what needs to be done. So I'm just going to wait for the results, right? But I'm thankful and I'm happy and I'm grateful um, to be back. And, um, I hope that, you know, this week is prosperous and just beautiful for everyone, each and every one of us. So yeah, guys, uh, <laughs> basically it's a couple of things that we really wanted to discuss, but I just realized that a lot of people have a very like big issue with apologizing and saying that they're sorry. And it beats me because I'm sitting down here thinking, why would you have a problem saying you're sorry? Like, as an adult, like, I'm looking like, you know how, like, saying sorry can just, like, solve a lot of, like, problems and just make a lot of things go better and just everyone is just more comfortable? I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just like, like It's because you don't want to say sorry, you're going to let like a situation go like 10 times worse than it should have. That's absolutely unacceptable in my opinion. And it's just really off for me. So in my head, I'm just like, what is going on here? I'm really trying to understand, right? And then if you're listening to this and you have a problem saying you're sorry, why do you have a problem saying you're sorry? Is it like an ego problem or you just never see the wrong in anything, you know, you are always right or... You feel like, mm, why should I say? I'm sorry. You know, it's like I don't want to have to be the one to say sorry. Well, let me just burst your bubble now. Sorry can actually like change a lot of things. Saying you're genuinely sorry, apologizing from the depth of your heart can actually change like situations that probably would go all the way negative to like just settling and being positive. And it can be hugged out. It can be talked out. It can just be peaceful. And to be honest, with me, I don't like chaos. I don't like trouble. I don't like anything. Just crazy. So it's pretty much better to apologize, say, I'm sorry, and just let things go smooth and easy. And life would be better for each, everyone, each and every one of us. Um, I'm saying that because I just actually realized that a lot of individuals have a problem saying they're sorry. And when you want to apologize, you need to separate the apology from the explanation. Don't say, don't, don't, don't. If something has happened that is serious, don't, I'm sorry that this, this is why the, the, the no, I'm genuinely sorry. I need you to please forgive me. I'm really sorry. You know, and when the person has calmed down, when the person has listened to you and the person has like digested your (laughs) apology and obviously is in a better mood, has forgiven you, you can now say, this happened, this happened, this happened. Don't say this is why I did it, but explain to the person just maybe the reason why you had to be in that situation or, you know, Whatever they feel that it's good information for them to know about, you know, separated from your apology. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, an apology, an apology is not. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry if I'm sorry that that's not an apology. An apology is simply an apology, which is I am sorry this happened. I am sorry I did this to you. Forgive me. So I mean, we're growing. We learn every day and. Among me, I don't have any problem saying I'm sorry. Like, I don't have a problem saying I'm sorry. Like, I can't be the most stubborn person, whatever. But when it comes to saying, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a problem saying that because I honestly don't see the big deal in saying I'm sorry. I feel like saying I'm sorry just, it makes everything just, I don't know, get, it just helps with with time. Like, okay, I'm sorry. And then, okay. Like, okay. And then we move on to the next thing, you know? It calms the situation, and if it's gonna calm the situation, the situation, I'm game. I don't know about you, but me, I'm game, sha. Cause I don't, I don't want anything overstretched. So that is something that I realized, guys. It's just so sad. I'm Nigerian, and I know a lot of you know that, and uh, I don't even know what the status is now, but the ban. Apparently, um, the Nigerian government banned Twitter. And I was just, like, so perplexed as to how they are calling this democracy. Meanwhile, they're just, like, practicing being, what's it called? Um, di- they're practicing a dictatorship because that is, Twitter is, like, newspaper for, like, the citizens of in Nigeria, especially the young citizens. So for the government to just take that away from them, Omo, we'll be saying Nigeria will be better, it will be better. I feel like it's just becoming worse. And it's just stressful. And it's just tiring. Like, it's just like you wake up and there's another bad news. And you wake up and there's another problem. And you wake up and something else has happened. Like, it's just, it just goes from one frustrating thing to another, to another. Like, it doesn't stop. And it's just like, okay, where do we go from here? Like, what do we do? How do we overcome this? And if I tell you that I'm not tired, I'll just be a liar. I'm extremely tired of it. So I can tweet, I'm Nigerian, but I live in America. People who live in Nigeria, except they have like a VP and they cannot tweet right now. And in my head, I'm just looking like, what is the problem? Like, is there a problem with the fact that people just want basic human rights. Like we're talking about it, but it's crazy because that's all we're asking for, freedom of expression, freedom of speech. But it's been taken away. It's just, it's horrible. And I can't lie, it's painful and it's sad and it's irritating and it's annoying, you know? But, I mean, all my love to my Nigerian listeners, if you can't go on Twitter... Belle, like I, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's just really sad and it's just annoying and, I can't do anything directly about it, so I, I really don't even like speaking about it. I feel terrible for the people there. I, I imagine me being there and not being able to tweet just because the government decided. Like, you know what, I came on here with like positive, with a positive mood, and I'm gonna keep it on. So let's just let's just soak it all in. It's terrible what the Nigerian government is doing. Like, there's something is to be done. Someone like, like I don't know. and something needs to be done to 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 make things right, because Nigeria is failing by the day, and it's sad. Keep Nigeria in your prayers, cause man, anything can happen. First, like, there's insecurity in Nigeria. There's so much going on in like the southeast. People are getting killed. People are getting kidnapped. You know. My cousin, like, in, in the East was telling me the other time about what's going on. And I was like, eh? I was so scared. I told him, I said, he needs to leave. He's like, oh, he can't leave. It's so scary that anything can happen. They can say, oh, they want a coup in Nigeria. If you don't know what a coup, a coup d'etat means the overthrowing of the government, you know? And it can just come up anytime. Because the way things are going, everything is just happening back to back, insecurity, people are getting killed, people are getting kidnapped, they're banning Twitter, they're saying they should arrest people who are using VPNs for Twitter. Like it's just like different things. Like it doesn't stop. And it's just frustrating at this point, right? So please keep Nigeria in your prayers. Keep Nigeria in your prayers. That's 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 something that you all need to do for me. Keep Nigerian your prayers because whew, I'm Nigerian and it's, it's just sad, man. It's just really sad. It's just really sad. Extremely sad. I believe there's going to be a protest. I'm not sure. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, don't the last protests. <sighs> The last protest, people were killed. People were killed and a whole governor came and said he did not see anybody. Nobody died. <sighs> this protest that they want to do, it's not like I'm not in support. I'm just extremely scared because a government that doesn't care would do anything. And it's like the lives of people, are, they're going to be at, it's like everyone is at risk. I'm just like my goodness, please God, like I'm praying for everyone who is going to step out there to say that you know they're protesting. I God to keep them safe because when you think about it, it's it's just too much, right? It's just too much. But yeah, that's that's it about what's going on in Nigeria. I'm sure there's more that I didn't touch on, but hey, I'm really not trying to even go too deep because it's it's too draining, you know. It's too draining. But guys, um I'm sure by now I'm sure by now you guys have I'm sure by now you guys have heard about the show Blue Therapy which um is the director is Andy Amadi who's and the producer I believe who also is you know the one behind Black Chat London. And this blue therapy involves two couples who have taken their relationship to a therapist because they believe they're having hiccups and, you know, they feel they need to speak to a third party that's not related to either of them, just, you know, so they can find, they can make headway, they can move forward and all that good stuff, right? So I just want to touch on a couple things that they talked about there. You know, they pretty much... You know, touch certain things that I believe people really go through in relationships that they don't necessarily speak about. So, for example, Choma and Paul, in in their their own um case, it just seems like Paul never wants to admit that he's wrong. He just wants to believe that he's right all the time. He doesn't want to listen to his partner. He believes that everything that he says is right. He he doesn't set a clear boundary between himself and his family, between him, his, um, he doesn't set a clear boundary. Um, um, I don't even, the English is not coming. There's no boundary between like his relationship and his family because his sister keeps meddling in his affairs, which makes Choma feel a certain type of way because she feels very uncomfortable Saying like she's not happy about the way his sister met, like just comes into their affair, and her knows like the in, the in and out of whatever it is that may be going on, um probably like complaining about the food that she makes and stuff like that, and Paul on the other hand as well, is not even helping matters because he doesn't want to accept that he's done anything wrong. He wants to talk about oh, he's on a healthy diet is cooking with palm oil. Palm oil something that Nigerians used to cook and stuff like that. You know, it's just like a lot of things. But something I picked out was the fact that Paul was not listening. He was just like, everything he was doing, he was just trying to respond. He was not listening to comprehend or understand anything. And effective communication can only be achieved when someone comprehends, you know, they grasp what you're saying and they digest it. And then obviously they give their response. If someone is just trying to like give a response based on just just to give a response based on generally what you're speaking about, they haven't even thought about it. they haven't even put themselves in this situation. You're not gonna get like the right reaction from them, right, or the right response, whatever, and I feel like Paul just kept on not even trying to see where Chama was coming from because Chama was coming from a place of "I love you, I care about you, I want this to work, I just need you to see things from my perspective. I think you I need you to see. How I'm truly feeling about certain things that are happening. I need you to understand that certain things are going wrong. And I feel like if it keeps going wrong, if things like that keep going wrong, you know, I'm not sure I can continue this relationship. It's stressful with strainers and stuff like that. You know, and the guy is not listening and he's just pretty much um he's just pretty much just talking, you know. And something that caught me there was the fact that he was not trying to understand. And a lot of times we want to talk about the fact that, you know, oh, this couple, they broke up and, you know, they've been so in love and da da da. And it can take something as little as, I mean, it's a big factor, but it's also little because it's, it just takes someone saying, okay, I'm going to try and listen, understand, and hear where this person is coming from so that we can work things out. It just takes that step for someone to become better if you understand what I'm saying and in this situation like in this situation this person has decided not to and that's what's causing most of the 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 problems and just causing the rift and causing more just giving them more problems in general do you understand and like he's not trying to understand you know in their own relationship and I feel like for them it's it's a big deal. Because you no know, what am I saying? I feel like that's the biggest deal. Like that's the biggest problem that they have in their relationship. There are lots of other issues, you know, sister meddling in their affairs, um phone not trying to have like sexual relations with her and stuff like that, you know. You know, they have their Her not feeling like she's attractive, him having a problem with her going out and dancing on Instagram, when he met her on Instagram, um, you know, the food issue and stuff. I just feel like he's not even hearing what this baby's saying. So, in that, like in that scenario, that in the first place is already a big problem. It's already a huge problem. So that being said, I honestly feel like People need to realize that a lot of times... So the reasons why you may be having problems in your relationships, is because you're not even trying to understand what your partner is saying. You're just trying to respond. You're trying to defend yourself. You're just trying to have the last say. You're just trying to be right. And being right does not put money in your bank account. Being right does not make you the better person. Being right does not even mean that you're making any sense. You can just be trying to be right in your own... I don't know, your own lane, like in your own head... And everyone else who would analyze the situation will see that you're wrong. And maybe it's an ego problem that he has. But then again, it's like, like I said, to me, that's the biggest problem in the relationship. And I, I honestly want to talk about it because I feel like it's not, like it's not something a lot of people um, probably caught on to. A lot of people were just hanging on to the things she was talking about oh the sister is meddling in the affairs oh he's complaining that she's cooking palm oil oh they're not like as sexually active as they used to be oh he wants to be controlling telling her oh don't go on instagram don't sorry don't post pictures like this on instagram don't don't record videos with your friends and stuff like that me i picked on the fact that he's not trying to hear what she's saying and if there's anything a woman loves attention a, lo- a woman craves attention and one a woman loves a man that listens to her and actually hears her, and, like, helps her out, you know, in trying to, like, make things better, like, if a woman is going to speak to you about something she's not comfortable with, she wants to see that you listen to her, you heard her, and you're trying to even make changes, you know, as regards what she said, that that's something that she would definitely appreciate, so I feel like Paul is not even listening to trauma, so I think that's their biggest problems, um, Deborah and, um, the guy, I forgot his name. On the other hand, in the beginning it seemed like Deborah was really materialistic. Um, and I didn't really I mean, I, it's okay to be materialistic, you know. Like if, if we in the in, in the actual world of what it is, I'm probably materialistic as well. You know, maybe her own is like to so a very high degree, and mine is minute, but all the same thing. But I feel like because he was saying like, Oh, I want to plan, I'm you know, I'm trying to save up money for a house and stuff like that and she was worried about a bucket hat from Prada. I feel like that is like misplaced priorities right there. I feel like as a couple, both people should be able to sit down and say, We're going to work on this, and in two years, we want to achieve this together. In a year, we want to achieve this together. Like, it's just like common sense. If, even the Bible says that two can two work together except they agree? And that makes a lot of sense when you're even trying to be realistic, remove the Bible out of it. I just just quoted that because that's actually in the Bible. But when you want to be realistic, can you work with somebody if they're not in agreement with you? If you you want to do something together and they're totally on another page, you don't have their support, you don't have their attention, nine times out of ten, they're not going to... um, Nine times out of ten, they're not going to... What's it called? They're not going to... You guys are not going to be able to work together. You know, it's going to be something that one person is doing it. The other person is not even paying attention and you can't get the best result that way. So Deborah and her guy um, are definitely not on the same page. And one thing that I picked out there was, yes, she is materialistic. But then again, he was too sneaky. And I picked up on that when she had said she was going for Afro Nation, but he said he wasn't going. But then she found tickets he had bought. He was going to go secretly. I feel like that's shady. I mean, that's a, that's like a concert where like, I don't know, thousands or probably close to a million people. A lot of people are going to be there. So why are you going to sneak to go there? Like you have, you believe so much that she wouldn't see you because a lot of people, which great, she may not see you, but why are you sneaking around going for a concert that your girlfriend has already told you, oh, babe, I want to go for this concert. You might as well say you want to go as well, go with your boys. She's going to be with her girls. And it's just like fun throughout the entire thing why does he have to be such like why do you have to sneak around to do it like i have a problem with the fact that he <laughs> i have a problem with the fact that he's he was he bought tickets in, in secret to go for the concert that is extremely shady and that is problematic like that's not something that's cool because if she's so open like you guys talked about it you meant as well like he should have just said as well that or oh, i wanted to go so i kind of picked up on that and that made me kind of like you know just leave deborah's um um materialistic whatever to decide over a little bit i was like nah i have to focus on this guy this guy's giving me bad vibes he's too sneaky he's too sneaky And turns out he was cheating on her, you know, or he cheated on her with his ex or whatever it was that he did. And I was just like, yeah, you know, and the red flags had always been there. You know, she had said like he was too, you know, too, I don't know, too detailed with his phone. Didn't let anybody touch his phone. Always on Clubhouse, yada, yada, yada. And in my opinion, that is wrong. Because why should your partner be so sneaky to the point where they want to sneak to a concert that you're going for? They want to sneak and go for that same concept. It just gives me all sorts of bad vibes, all sorts of red flags, all sorts of no's. Because in my head, I'm just thinking, okay, then I meet you there. What are you gonna tell me? You you are you appeared there. Like what's going to be the explanation? And and it's something that again could have been easily avoided. But like I was saying, I feel like the little things that we think oh they don't probably matter are the things that break up relationships because people don't understand that. You're two people coming from two different worlds and both of you have to be on the same page to work together. You know, there is no love there before. It's both of you who will bring the love. It's both of you who bring the understanding. It's both of you who will bring the um, sacrifice. Both of you who will bring the compromise. Both of you who will bring whatever it is you want to bring and make it work. If Both of you bring anger, frustration, bitterness, backlash um um, malice jealousy um insults that's what your your relationship is going to be about but if you guys bring calmness understanding patience tolerance you know um 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 understanding positive feedback compromise your relationship will blossom love you know but if you don't, you're going to get a negative result. So it's pretty much like it's what you put into It's garbage in, garbage out. It's what you put into the relationship that it's going to give you. There's no love in the relationship without both partners doing it. You know, and it can't be one-sided. Like I said, if it's one-sided, sooner than later, somebody's going to start resenting the other person because they feel like they're giving too much and they feel empty or they feel drained. So Deborah definitely... Is doing like a lot with the whole. I want this. I want that because somebody's trying to buy a house or build a house or whatever. I mean, you can't chill, you know, with the whole bucket hat. Like if you don't have a bucket hat, you're not gonna die, <laughs> you know. But you need a house because if you're trying to like get married and have children, you don't want to keep paying rent to somebody else. You, think, I think it's good to have your own property. Um, but then again, uh, his name is Jamil. Jamil too sneaky, <laughs> too 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 sneaky and. Nah, that is not something that, I don't think any babe, like, any babe would tolerate that, her man being that sneaky. Like, it's okay. some people will tell you, like, it's because I think they're fresh or new couple, some people tell you, like, they're not even used to opening up and stuff like that. That's different. When you're just sneaking around for, like, stupid things like this, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know? So, yeah, that's my two cents on blue therapy. I also think it's a great show because whether it's scripted or not, whether it was acted it, like that's not even the point. The point is that a lot of people in black relationships do not really talk about certain things that go on in their relationships that for like people to learn about. There are a lot of divorces, a lot of breakups here and there. But people don't necessarily speak about these things and it causes a lot of problem and trouble for other people who can't even learn from anything? It's pretty much like, oh, I just go into my relationship, or do my thing, and face my thing, and come out, you know. Because one time I was talking to somebody, and um, somebody said, "Oh, no, that cheating is not a deal breaker for me." And I said, "Oh, yeah, that's that's okay, you know. Like, I don't. That's your own personal um opinion." And I, and the person asked me, I said, "Oh, no, cheating is a deal breaker for me." And the person was asking me, um, why, and I was like, because personally, I can't be in a relationship where I've been cheated on because I'll become paranoid. There's no trust there again. I don't know how the trust can be built. It doesn't matter if I'm looking at your phone 24 seven. It doesn't matter if I I can't see your whole life where you're going and all that stuff. First of all, I feel like that's even too much. I shouldn't be having to monitor you as a grown ass man. You know, I should be able to trust you to travel thousands of miles miles away. I know that you're okay. You're not going to do anything crazy. So if that trust is broken, I'll become a paranoid person thinking that you've stepped out of the house now to go, I don't know, throw the trash. And I'm thinking you stepped out to text that girl or another girl. The trust is broken. I will not be okay with it. I don't think would, I would ever feel comfortable. I'll always be paranoid. I'll always think you're doing something. I'll always think that you're, you're back cheating. So I would not have peace of mind myself. And I know myself, I, everybody else is not going to be comfortable because I'm not going to trust you. I'm not going to feel the same with you. It's almost like I'm, I'm with my enemy. It's somebody who, like, full on went out, hurt me, betrayed me. So I'm not going to be comfortable. And the person was like, I hear that. I get that. That's, that's a valid point. Okay. And the person. And then I told the person, I said, I already knew why the person would not, like, break up. You know, because we've talked about it before, Um, and then I said, the more people are accepting of cheating, the more people say it's okay. You know, it's okay to forgive. It's okay to that relationships. There are worse things that can happen more than cheating, because people always want to say that there's there are worse things that can happen other than cheating. People always want to say that, and I just shake my head because the truth about it is, the more we're accepting of these things, the the more that people think it's okay to do them. And the more the younger generation will not know that certain things are wrong and flat out wrong and their things that are not meant to accept. Do you understand? If you go back to our parents' generation, our parents' generation were very accepting of a lot of rubbish, a lot of nonsense, all in the name of marriage. Our parents' generation were very comfortable with... Accepting a lot, a lot of things because they were told you go to your husband 's house and you face whatever there you 're married you 're married, you stay in the marriage, come ring come shine right, and that is a terrible thing to teach your child all in the name of marriage. Marriage is not the end of the world. it is not the end of the world you don 't have to be in a marriage and you 're not happy you don 't have to be in a marriage where your partner constantly cheats on you or constantly emotionally blackmails you or abuses you or physically abuses you and they'll say oh stay because of the children or oh, the children you know you why all that rubbish that they say especially us africans and i'm I'm going to specify nigerians but they, you know fed a lot of rubbish about staying in marriages that are not profitable to us our mental health in shambles or stay because of the children the funny thing is the children will be okay and somebody's out there listening saying oh yeah you know It's not good for someone to come from a broken home. I get that. But at the end of the day, not everyone is going to come from a complete and a whole home. It's left to an individual, a child who is smart. You learn what you want to learn and you run with what you want to learn. You you run with what you want to run with rather. So someone, even if you come from a broken home, it's left for you to decide that you're going to have a certain type of life. You're not going to make the mistakes that your parents made. You're not going to be, you know, I don't know. The, the, the negative person out of whoever your parents, are you're not going to pick up their negative traits. Pretty much. That's what I'm trying to talk about. You're going to build yourself to be a better person, a different person. Do you understand? So at the end of the day, like we all want to sit down here and talk about how children, 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 children will be okay. You don't want to be in a relationship where your children see you constantly not happy or gaslighted or abused by your partner or their father or their mother and you want to say you're staying there because of the children children will grow up having to resent one or both of you and at the end of the day who does that help and what is the child actually learning to stay in a toxic relationship to be in a relationship where he sees the father hits the mother or he sees the father constantly arguing with the mother because the mother is arguing and the mother is you know asking him where were you last night or who was that calling you last night or whose pants is in the bed or why is there condom in my room you know it's a crazy thing and people want to sit down and talk about children if we want to talk about children we have to talk about the fact that children will be there picking up all the negativity picking up all the bs mind my french while you guys want to stay and remain in the toxic relationship so back to what i was saying i pretty much was telling this person that the more we make it okay the more we we make it something that's okay you know it's okay to stay there's worse things that can happen than cheating you know it's almost like the more we say it's okay the more we're going to raise children younger generation coming up to think that it's okay and for me and my household it will never be okay I will never stand for that I want to raise children I want my you know the children who I that even in my life right now my friends their children and stuff like that my godchildren, I want them to understand that they deserve the best it's okay to find someone who is monogamous because there's someone who is monogamous out there if you meet someone who is a polygamous person and you're monogamous, that person is not for you. There are a lot of people in this world. There are people who are even okay with you being in open marriages. So you pick your choice, but don't go and be with somebody who wants to be monogamous and then you're cheating on them and you're hiding it. And when they find out, you know, it's almost like you rub it in their face because you know they're not going to leave you, or because you know they, they don't have the strength to even talk about it, to talk about you know getting a divorce and stuff like that. We're not gonna keep doing that. The cycle is gonna break. In in my family, I'm not gonna raise my daughter, my son to think that oh, if a partner cheats, it's something that you have to be accepting of. I would raise them to understand that a cheat someone who is cheating on you or someone who cheats you is not trustworthy, and you don't want to be in that type of situation because you have to be a trust. Worthy individual as well. So if you're trustworthy and you've done your part, you do not need to be in that kind of situation. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, guys, I, I just had to do that. It's something that has been heavy on my heart because, you know, I just hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, there could be a things." of saying And in my head, I just really want to ask them, what is worse than cheating? What physical abuse, that is the next thing. Cause I don't, what else is there? Or I don't get, if the person brings a child from outside, that's also that they cheated. You know, physical abuse. What else can, like, what else is there? Are they going to sleep with your sibling or what else is there apart from physical abuse, emotional abuse, what else is there that's going to happen? You know, acting like you don't exist, ignoring you, you know, that they're probably cheating. That's why they're doing that. So everything circles around it. So when people say, oh, there's nothing worse than cheating. What is worse than cheating? Talk to me about it. (laughs) Send me a DM or something. I really need to understand what is actually worse than that, apart from physical abuse, you know, physical and emotional abuse. You know, when you're emotionally abusing someone, mentally abusing someone, you know, like, you know, you're killing them slowly, right? So apart from those things, what else is worse than cheating? I don't really see anything. And if I'm wrong, let me know. Because I'm tired of hearing that. You know, I'm really tired of hearing that. <sighs> you know, now it's... This is summer. I get it. And they said that people who have the vaccine you know can walk around without masks and i've actually seen you know in grocery stores and everything people are not wearing masks and i'm like as for me and myself and my household we're going to keep wearing our masks we're going to keep social distancing and we're going to still avoid large gatherings you know why because uh prevention is better than cure and ain't nobody said that if you had the vaccine you can not still have covid 19 so yeah I work in the hospital on the critical care unit and I'm telling you for a fact that you need to wear your mask and social distance still and wash your hands and be careful. Have a late summer, but be careful. Don't go to a gathering with 100 people. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying you need to keep it to the bare minimum. Um, If you're going to go to like an amusement park and stuff like that, I mean, great, but wear your mask. Don't go without wearing a mask. Wash your hands and be careful. I I know that sometimes you can't really avoid, you know, being so close to people. You can't do the six foot thing. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not here to lecture anyone. I'm just saying like prevention is better than cure. We, we don't want a third wave. That would be terrible, you know, and probably would take us back to lockdown, which was very depressing and just sad. And we honestly do not want that. So, yeah, um. I hope everyone is having a nice summer. I'm having a, a good summer. Summer is unfolding for me. I'm thankful for that. Um, I really want to talk about something. You see, you see, in this life here, people always want to say, money is the root of all evil. that see, yeah, money is essential. I ain't nobody gonna tell me anything. There's nothing I need to do that doesn't require money. Even if I have to like, if I have to relax, like s- relax properly. It involves money, you know? For me to live the life that I want, it involves money. Living in an apartment, you have to pay the bills and stuff like that. It's crazy, but money is everything to a very large extent. Money is a lot of things. Let me not say everything, God is everything. <laughs> money is a lot of things to a large extent. And it's just like, it's reality check that you need money for like every single thing. Because I was looking, I was like, for goodness sake, I spend money almost every day of my life. It's ridiculous. But guess what? Money actually is needed. So don't listen to anyone that said, Omo, get your coins up. Get that job. Get that degree. Whatever it is, get that job and start saving. When you've paid your bills, save the rest. Save as much as you can. Instead of eating out, cook at home. If you want to eat out, maybe eat out once a week or once in two weeks. And cook at home. Trust me, you're going to save a lot of money. Because I was calculating. I've had like a rough week and... I haven't had the time to cook. So I was ordering food and I was buying snacks because I work the night shift. And when I tell you that in one snack snack run, I spent like $5 and I can go twice in a 12-hour shift. That's $10. And I work like four times in a week. That is $40. Hello, people. Spending $40 in snacks, apart from the food that I would eat, Calculate that in a month—that is ridiculous. Forty dollars in a week—that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is all embarrassing. That is <laughs> you're not embarrassed. <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed about that, so I had to like check myself. I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. So you know what? Even if it means me making myself a parfait, you know, I'm good with par- parfait and. i'm good with cooking i'm great with cooking there's nothing i can't make god is my strength like i will get back on it like i used to meal prep i used to because i don't work weekends i try not to work weekends so i try to cook the weekends just so i can have food to eat for the week but the weeks have been crazy to the point where my weekends have also been occupied so i've not been able to do that and it's been taking a toll on my pocket on my account so i'm like okay no i'm not going to do that again so you know Get your money up, save, buy food, and cook. If you can't cook, go on YouTube. It's very easy. They'll give the measurement and everything. Me, when I cook, I don't give measurements because I cook with my eyes, to be honest. I don't know how to say okay. I mean, some things. I think when I'm baking, I'm better with measurements than cooking. Because cooking, it's like freestyle. Nobody taught me what for what how to cook. I taught myself how to cook pretty much that's just the truth so I think that's why it's never been a thing of oh you put one cup of water you put two two cubes of maki I pretty much cook with my eyes and I with my tongue because I taste a little bit as I go to see oh if I need more pepper more salt or whatever and I think that's what works for me so cook instead of eating out um save your money shop online less invest your money um yeah it's not really good with like finances and advising because i mean i'm very bad myself i was telling my friend the other day like i don't know making a million dollars or anything but i feel like i need an accountant because I, I i like i need a proper accountant someone that's going to keep me in check someone that's gonna be like okay you've reached your me for the month now stop it or someone that's gonna say mm mm. You want to buy all this now, it's going to take a huge toll on your account, you know, or that's going to affect your spending for the rest of the six months that's left in the year. You know, I need someone to keep me in check. So that's something that I'm looking at because I'm reckless with my spending to an extent. I mean, to an extent, because like, I'm not like, oh, crazy out here just doing whatever. I'm very conscious because obviously, I mean, bills got to be paid. I'm not going to be sleeping on the road. But then again, I feel like I'm not saving as much. I want to save. You know, it's like, I want to treat myself. I haven't even treated myself in a long time, if I'm going to be honest. I really haven't treated myself. I haven't said I was going to treat myself for my birthday. And up until now, I actually have not gotten what I really want to get. And um, I had like, not had. I have a list for my friends. And it's cute that they actually buy me stuff from my list, you know. <laughs> but um, I haven't like treated myself. I haven't bought myself what I want for myself. And I think that's just because I'm just trying to not like overdo it because I've worked a lot and I'm still going to work some more because guess what? More money needs to be made. Do you feel me? Yes. Okay. So basically, um, yeah. (laughs) Do I sound like a broken record? No. I'm basically just trying to talk to you guys about saving your money, get your coins up, you know, don't, don't spend too much. You need to know what you're doing and you know, and guys, I just, I just, I just realized that my anxiety has been crazy. But when I tell you, like, I've been honest with myself on the days where I want to feel anxious about certain things, I'm just like, okay, okay, you're really coming. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for you today. So I think it's been a little better but it's been it's been crazy but it's been a little better in the sense that I'm acknowledging that it's there. I'm not like ignoring that it's there. So it's like easier for me to tackle, if that makes any sense. Um my sleeping pattern is all the way messed up cuz I work the night shift and it's just crazy. I I don't think I get enough sleep. I don't think I get enough rest. So I think they're two different things. You can sleep and then you can also rest. So I think people not understanding the difference is what or where the problem is. Um, Sometimes I sleep. But then I wake up and I'm still tired, and I think it's because I haven't rested. Because believe it or not, when I'm sleeping, I'm still thinking of a thousand and one things I need to do. I'm thinking of how to get up for work. I'm thinking of what I need to do at work. I'm thinking of the things I need to do the next day. I'm thinking of the things I need to do next week. I'm thinking of the calls I need to make. I'm thinking of the meetings I need to have. I'm thinking of the emails I need to respond to. I'm thinking of the fact that I need to clean my house. I'm thinking of the fact that I need to arrange my closet. I'm thinking of the fact that I need to cook. I'm thinking of the fact that somebody ordered. I'm thinking about the fact that I need to go and shop for to make the. Oh, the food that someone ordered for. I think of the fact that I have to drive. I, I'm thinking about a oh, thousand and one things at one time and I'm sleeping. I was telling my friend yesterday. I'm like, I'm sleeping, but I think about all these things. So I'm not rested because my mind is not settled. So it's pretty much, I'm just closing my eyes to, see, you know, just so I'm not awake and I'm, I'm not useless by the time it's time for me to go to work, but I'm not rested. There's, you know, when your mind is just calm and you're not thinking about anything that, you know, that's when you're at total rest. I'm not resting. Um, yeah, my sleeping pattern is messed up and all of that, so hmm. If you guys can, you guys please say a prayer for me. I definitely do need it. I I really have a thing for inconsistency. I think in this life, like so I personally think that. In this life, no matter what you do, if you know you're going to be inconsistent, please don't try it. Especially when it's going to involve another person, another individual, it's all wrong. Don't do it. You're going to involve somebody else, and you're going to be inconsistent as fuck. You're not going to do that. Because guess what? Nobody has time for that. You should be embarrassed, you know? There's nobody has time for that. You see the way everyone is trying to, trying to work, trying to think about their life, trying to get their money or trying to you want to now come and be inconsistent in their life. Come the same energy you came with on day one. Keep that same energy. Now nobody is saying that, oh, you should be jumping hula barrels every single day. But come on, you can't act like you're bipolar. That's a disorder. You can't act like this you have a problem. You have to keep up the same energy. Inconsistency is irritating. And nobody wants to deal with that. So as adults, you know, you need to be consistent with what you do. If you if you want to get into something, if you want something to work, if you want to put your mind to something, be consistent. Don't be inconsistent. It is irritating. Nobody wants that. It's not even it's not cool. It doesn't make you attractive. It makes you very unattractive, you know? So that's something I wanted to put out there. And uh, June is going to be the month of hope. And just holding on to God's word. Um, I saw something on Instagram today, and I feel terrible about it. I feel I feel really terrible about it, and maybe just because of my birthday month, but I have a very special thing for June. I always have great expectations from God for June, for myself, and everyone around, and just like the world in general. Um, and I saw something really sad, and you know I felt terrible, but I'm just here again to let you guys know that June is going to be a month of hope and holding on to God's words and promises it all centers down to even the verse of the week. God is amazing, and God never lies, and God is true to His word, so I hold on to every single thing He has always said to me, and I do my part, and obviously I'm not perfect, I'm far from perfect, I'm not even close to being anyway I don't know, good. But he loves me regardless. I'm thankful for that. And I just try to live my life daily like someone who obviously knows that I serve a God who loves me and who is mindful of me and who is intentional about me. So June is going to be a month of hope and holding on to God's words. So I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know where you're at. But I really want you to know that God loves you. And I really want you to know that, you know, please try to keep your head up. Everything is going to work out in due time. You know, nobody has it all figured out. You'd be surprised. The richest people even have problems themselves because no one's life is perfect. They may have all the money, but they may not have a stable family. They may have all the money, but they are very ill. They may have all the money, but, you know. They, they have a dysfunctional relationship with their child. Different people go through different things, and they necess- they don't necessarily speak about them, you know. And the fact that maybe yours is a little telling because you you have a mood, or maybe you're not able to do something that you wish you are able you should be you would have been able to do. That doesn't mean that you know the world is against you. That doesn't mean that you know your own is the worst. Trust me, I'm here, you know, speaking to you guys, and I definitely do not have a perfect life. And I'm thankful for this platform because I get to speak life into people. I get to speak positivity, you know, into people. And I get to make people smile, you know, just by hearing my voice. I'm so thankful for the community that I built. I'm thankful for the family that you guys are to me. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you who always tunes in to listen. Um, So again, like I said, June is going to be a month of hope and holding on to God's words and promises um, something is really bothering me. And I've been trying to say from the beginning of this episode, but the truth is I'm having a headache because I was trying to order something online. Now the actual order, the actual order, what I want to buy is expensive. Like it's actually expensive. But the fact that shipping is $32 is bothering me. Like I haven't checked out because of that. You think I'm weird? I don't think so. I, I just think like, i'm just i'm just i'm just i'm perplexed 30 32 like all the way what happened what happened to 14 or 15 or 10 or 11 32 like it's bothering me that's almost 40 what that's almost 50 bucks like why am i paying that for shipping like it's actually giving me a headache i'm not even kidding (laughs) i'm really not kidding i haven't checked out like Okay, so I didn't check out and like the team or like the company, they sent me like a discount code. But then again, I still saw that shipping fee and I'm like, this is problematic right here. Like, what is this? You know? Hmm. So here's what we're going to do I'm going to join our faith. I'm going to join my faith with. With the faith of the one of the brand that obviously you know wants me to patronize, I'm gonna buy it. Are you proud of me, guys? You should be. You should be because <sighs> I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy. It. Let me stop. I'm gonna buy it. You know, because I need it. But then again, it's it's just bothersome. 32 guys 30 okay 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 let me let me let me stop let me stop let me stop i hope you guys enjoyed this episode by the way i think i'm i'm done rambling and talking in your ears um like i said thank you guys so much for always listening songs of the week do i have some i i've said lick name ah mad i've been listening to nice songs um timeless songs i even created created a playlist timeless songs i've had them on obviously like my like, in my library, but I never made, like a, like, a playlist for them. I've listened to, like, Speechless by Michael Jackson. I've listened to Say Goodbye by Chris Brown. I've been listening to No Air by Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown. I've been listening to Always Be My Baby, My Maria Carey. I've been listening to um, Westlife, Coast, uh, Coast to Coast. I've been listening to "Sorry it Again, um, Fool Again, Flying Without Wings, I've been listening to Celine Dion. I've been listening to Ugh. I've been listening to Luther Vandross. Uh, I've been listening to Lionel Richie. Hello. I've been listening to uh I've listened to a lot of I've listened to um what's her name? Anita Baker. I don't know the name of the song. I will make list. It will be in the description box so that you guys can listen and enjoy. You know the vibes. <laughs> so that you guys can listen and enjoy. Um, obviously, like certain songs have been carrying me through the week. Music is like my thing. I listen to music all the time. Um, Della On You by, I forgot his name, Jackpot. And then Door. Listen to those two songs as well. I think one is by Bella Schmada and Some and Crayon, and the other is by uh Joe Boy. I've been listening to a couple of songs, you know. Um and um, Too Faithful to Fail Me by I forgot his name. Is a song that's been in on my heart for, for like the whole two weeks because I've been looking on to God and praying, like I said, and just holding on to his promises. So that's been heavy on my heart as well. So, if you want to listen to that, then definitely Chandler Moore got married. That's the guy who, like, I think headed that song called "Gyre" by um, Maverick City Music. And I'm really blessed and happy for him. But we have some people, you know, saying certain things about whatever the picture or video that he made. And I just think people want to have an opinion about everything. I want to categorize this underneath the fact that, oh, you're not supposed to act a certain way because you're a child. I'm not going to go into that. I think people just need to mind their business and allow people to enjoy their weddings and just kind of like close their mouths about certain topics because they're married they're not like they're not even doing anything they're not like having sex on the balcony they they're married and they're they don't that's it. <laughs> I think people just talk too much i i don't i don't just like that I think people do too much and that that's a problem in itself but Going back, guys. $32. I'm, go- I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've missed y'all. And I think rambling to y'all is something I'm comfortable doing. Like, because you guys are like family. But... <clears throat> I listened to Rock by Olamide. And in that song... My best friend says something to me. She said, "Malofe, she said Malofe broke nigga, fight for your life." Ah mantra, Malofe broke nigga, fight for your life. So guess what? It means don't fall in love. I be mean, don't get with a broke nigga, fight for your life. Cause, honey, we're not doing poverty, okay? We're breaking generational curses. We're building empires. We're growing our wealth. We're not doing that over here. I'm not broke. Can't be with a broke guy. Amen? Amen. So to my ladies out there, my love for Brooke Nigel. To my bubbles out there, my love for Brooke Bibio. <coughs> Shine your eyes. Do what you got to do. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. Thank you so much for sticking with us. And, you know, tuning in to listen, even if we didn't get an episode last week. We missed you all glad to be back um please do leave a written and review wherever you listen to your podcast you know subscribe share with your friends your family your boyfriend girlfriend pet colleague grandfather grandmother boss employee thank you so much for doing all that you do i love you guys so much the verse of the week is hebrews 10 23 let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we are firm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we are firm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. I love you guys so much. Thank you for sticking with me. Don't forget that you're the best of the best and the best that there always will be. Don't forget to have an amazing summer, but please stay careful. Wear your masks. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. Don't forget that I love you all. I hope you have an amazing day, week, month, summer, year. Till next time, I'm your host, Chichi Arisa. Bye, guys.